Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Weekly Wilson Podcast. We got two Wilsons once a week talking about whatever's going on in their lives. You can email the show at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. I am your host, Brian Wilson. And I'm your host, Jay Wilson. I know we usually talk about it beforehand, Jay, but how about you take the lead on this one? All right. Let me just do that. Um, Hey, guys. Jay Wilson here. Weekly Wilson Podcast. Um, This week, we talk about um, the new Wonka film for longer than I would have guessed. Um, I talk about it for longer than I would have guessed, especially since I haven't seen it. Um, But after a little bit of that discussion, we talk about uh, inclement weather conditions. Um, We talk about Brian's gaping chest wound. That was fun. Kind of gross. I think it was less graphic this time. A little less graphic, but just like still trigger warning. Like... Yeah, definitely still trigger warning, but less graphic than the detailed description of what it feels like to have a tube inserted in your body. Yeah. Um, And then other note is that no spoilers in the Wonka discussion. Just high level what I thought of the movie Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. But please enjoy. What are you looking at? I think. Remember I said there was a buzzing? Yeah. Did you find the source? It's like when I hold my phone near my microphone. Is your microphone picking up an electromagnetic field? I think it is. That's interesting. Yep. Anyhow, what do you want to say to me, Brian? You seem to have a very strong purpose. <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw Wonka this weekend, and I feel like we got to talk about it. <laughs> oh, do we? <laughs> Headliner. Oh, jeez. Okay. I don't know. I was super excited about this movie. Are really? you excited about it? No. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> you know, the song, uh, like, come with me and you'll see the world of your imagination. I like, I feel like I love that song for some reason. It's a good so song. hearing it in the commercials just gave me, hearing it in the commercials just gave me such good vibes. And then I was like, I kind of really like Willy Wonka as a character and I'm really excited to see his origin story and this movie looks good. So I got really excited. Yeah. Um. Well, Brian... What I think about Willy Wonka, having not seen any of Wonka, um, is that, one, Gene Wilder is a treasure. So, gotta get that out of the way immediately. Two, have you seen the memes where it compares uh, young Gene Wilder to Jeremy Allen White? Don't know who either of those people are, so no. Well, Gene Wilder, spoiler alert, is Willy Wonka. The original Willy Wonka. Yes. Okay, good. Jeremy Allen White is the guy from The Bear and Shameless. Ah, okay. What kind of comparisons are made? They look exactly the same. Just that they look the same? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, so I also found during this outing oh. that I have never seen the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka, really? which I think Sydney identifies more with. What? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I've never seen it, but I just feel like it's wrong. It's. I mean, it's probably a fine movie. I have... I think I've maybe seen it once. I don't remember anything, but it's, like, different. It's not the same, like... Like, Willy Wonka is famous because of the first one, not the second one. And in spite of the second one, I would say. Yeah, well, I love Johnny Depp. I'm sure he did a great job with the role. But it just seemed... I don't know. Only based on commercials that I've seen in the vibe. Like, the straight, clean-cut hair. It makes me feel like it was more... It was more of like an intentional creepy weird. Yeah. Where the original Willy Wonka was, was like kooky. 
an unintentional, kooky, creepy, weird. Yeah. That you're just like, he's weird, and this is kind of creepy. Where the new one, I feel like, is just, you're weird and creepy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I'm judging a movie that I haven't seen, so take this all with a <laughs> spoonful of salt. We didn't think there was a new dimension of what this podcast could be, but reviewing movies we haven't seen is probably a first for us. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Um, but Wonka, <laughs> I'll say, yeah, I'll say it half delivered. It was for the for my level of excitement, it half delivered. There were moments that I was like, "Yes, perfect. That's beautiful. I love what they're doing here." And then there were other moments where I was like, "Eh, a little much, a little heavy on the cheese." Yeah, a little, yeah. Just kind of stuff like that. But overall, good movie. Can I tell you the only... Okay, so here's... For those listening at home, here's the reason I might know a little bit about Wonka and have not seen any of it. Um, The podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me, has a habit of, like, reviewing movies that they just conceptually... Like, they think the concept of the movie is funny and, like, fun to kind of make fun of or poke fun at. And Wonka was one of those. So they talked about it for a long time, and I listened to those podcasts about the movie, but not really. So like, I don't know what is real and what is fiction, but um, <laughs> there uh, there was one character I can't remember the name. It was like Zoopy or like Flippy or like Zippy or something, or like was there a character with okay. a weird name? Uh, Noodle. Noodle. That's what it was. What was Noodle up to, man? <laughs> Noodle is, uh, like, I don't know, the other main character. Willie's best friend once he gets to the big city. Okay. Well, anyhow, I don't want to spoil the movie for anybody, but, um, especially myself. But, um, the, uh, one of the... I also just realized that both of the main characters are slang for a penis, so that is just something to... They're begging for trouble. Something to noodle on. Um, don't do that. Um, so the other thing that I know about this movie is that, uh, Hugh Grant, are you familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what character he played? Only because you already told me this. Oh, really? <laughs> the um, Oompa Loompa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, no, Sydney told me that you told her this. Oh, so. yeah, I thought I talked to, um, I thought I talked to Aaron about this. Well, wait, are you referring to the fact that his middle name is Mungo? <laughs> Is this middle name actually Mungo? Yeah, well, it's like Hugh, and then another middle name is like oh, John. Oh, Hugh Mungo. But it's Hugh Mungo Grant. Yeah. <laughs> he has two middle names, which kind of ruins like the real effect. life, or is that just a joke? It's real life. Um, which I think is a cowardly maneuver by the Grants, because if you're going to like go all in and have the joke of your son being named Hugh Mungo Grant, it legally being Hugh John Mungo Grant is so much dumber and less funny. Yeah. Come on, people. Or maybe if it was Hugh Mungo John Grant, that's fine. But Hugh John Mungo Grant, like you're cutting off the joke at the legs. And I, I say this as a supposition. I don't yeah. really know which order it's supposed to go in, but I'm just saying leave the John out of it next time you have a son named Hugh. <laughs> um, Noted. But the fact I was going to say was that he absolutely detested filming this movie. Yeah, I've heard like, from Sydney through you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was like he said the rig used to film it was like a crown of thorns, and he, he was never quite sure if his body was in the movie or if it was just his face. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, back in the day, they just had to use camera angles and be smart. Now they're just being lazy and torturing the actors to get the shots they want. I don't think they have to torture the actors, but... Um, 
yeah. it's conceptual they yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. but yeah look at hugh grant getting out there doing like the like, D movie and then wonka and well he's awesome. really broadening his range <laughs> yeah i believe in his words he said he's at the state of his career where he does batshit crazy stuff because he needs the money house <laughs> he needs the money he said he's got a big family well yeah that's fair it's a great phase i'm liking it it's a mungo family <laughs> um but uh anyhow so what other points of wonka did you want to talk to me about this week because that's obviously that's the only thing we have to say to each other right no that was it that's just it half delivered i'll say okay i'm half um persuaded to go see it all right well i'll tell you my favorite scene was in like the first 20 minutes i think really so if you get a if you get a really good moment in the first twenty minutes, you can just leave. Hmm. Well, you know you're not making a great sell, Brian. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. It's a it's a good fun movie just to escape reality for a little bit. Nice. <laughs> oh boy. Well, did how... you have anything you want to talk about? Oh, or am man, I gonna what pull the happened? wagon? Last this time week? we talked about strep and chest tubes. Um, yeah, I've got more funny stories if you if your lineup is weak. Well, I mean, I could tell you... Well, you were on the phone for a lot of it, but just Snowmageddon coming to Michigan really impacted my life for the past few days. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a fun phone call. Yeah. I'm glad you're okay. There's a lot of chaotic... I was honestly scared. I almost got into an accident on the highway. Not a bad one. It's just I would have, like, crunched the bumper of somebody in front of me. Um, Missed mm-hmm. it by the narrowest of margins um but uh yeah i was on the phone with you for a decent portion well i think i was on the phone with you right up until it really got hairy um because well it was it was bad like i was on the pretty hairy while i was on the phone yeah so i was on the highway driving like 20 or 30 so that was like bad but i wasn't like slipping and sliding it's just that the road was really bad and then i had that one near miss and then once i got off the highway it was really bad. There were like cars stuck, trucks like sideways in the road and whatnot. But um, I it like upped a notch when I got off the phone with you because I was it was just re- it was really difficult to get onto like the side streets because the the amount of snow was just immense. Like at least on the highway, I guess they sort of prioritized clearing it, but like. As soon as I was into the side streets, there was just like drifts of snow in the road. And like my car is low to the ground. My tires aren't great. Like it's just, it's not all wheel drive. Like I did not have a good setup to get through this environment. Mm-hmm. Um, are you catching any of this? No, I got the whole thing. Okay, cool. Um, well, I just, I, the, the video is spotty, so I never know whether or not I can go for feedback from you. But, um, but basically... I called, I ended my phone call with you. I got off onto the first side street and it was like a saddle or I guess, I don't know. It was a U like mm-hmm. it was a big downhill, then an uphill and going up the uphill. There was, well, going up the uphill, I stopped on the uphill because there was a tow truck in my way, just sitting there. And then a guy comes up to me and says, Hey man, turn it around. You're not getting up this hill. And I'm just like, Oh really? He said, yeah, I've been trying to get that lady to turn around for like 40 minutes. And he points to a car that's stuck ahead of me. <laughs> And um, so then I listen to him and I turn around and go back. Meanwhile, I see the tow truck sliding down the hill in front of me. So I'm just like, what is going on here? So I go back and then 
I'm trying to get around this hill. I'm trying to think of this like city that I've only been living in for three months, where the hills are between my house and where I'm at. And it's dark at this point because it's like after 6 p.m. And um, so I was successfully avoiding the hills and I got onto a somewhat main road that led directly to my house, 7th Street. Um, and I think, actually, no, I was still on the phone with you at this point. Yeah. So at that point, I realized, okay, I think I can get back on 7th Street. But the issue is that if anybody else like is stuck on this road, then I can't get through. And people being stuck was a constant so a main road like 7th street which i needed to go down was just a non-starter like there's no chance i'm getting through because enough cars use this road that there's gonna be enough people stuck that i can't get through so then i had to just like kind of look at my map and i couldn't use google maps because it would tell me to go the fast way home so i was just like looking at the map trying to plot a route on what looked like side enough streets that there wouldn't be cars stuck but then also i like kind of needed like a topographical map so that i wouldn't run into any like hills and yeah there were several points that were where i i eventually got to the point where i was just thinking i don't think i can make it home but i want to get as close as i can so that i don't have to walk far like i was gonna abandon my car yeah <laughs> Um, that's insane that you just arrive at that decision <laughs> yeah but then i eventually did like sort of find a plotted route far i had to swing way outside around town and then eventually i got home it increased my commute time by about uh, five fold is that what you would call it five times wow yeah yeah so not fun uh very that's scary insane. but then um once I got home, then it's like cars parked, suited up, went for a run. And it was so whimsical. It was like whiteout conditions. There's like so much snow everywhere. People are sledding. Anybody in a car, I just could, I knew how stressed they were and I felt a little bit bad. But then I was just like frolicking in the snow and like running around town. Like you're just running across the hoods and roofs of the cars that are stuck in the road. Yeah. But I'm um, just hopscotching them. Yeah, like, honestly, once I got back to my house, when I tried to park, it was like, I tried to parallel park, but then as soon as I stopped my car and tried to throw it in reverse, it's like, you're not going anywhere. So I was just, like, kind of cockeyed near the curb. Like, my the front of my car might have been, like, a foot away from the curb, and then the back of my car was probably, like, three feet away from the curb. Like, and I was just like, I can't move my car. Um, so it was just a silly circumstance. Yeah, so my question is, you mentioned a ton of people getting stuck, just yeah. completely stuck. So I understand like if you get stuck in mud or sand, it's like if you floor it, there's just more sand or more mud underneath. Yeah. But like with snow, especially like freshly falling snow, I feel like you shouldn't like I can understand sliding, but I can't really understand getting stuck. Well, like it compacts into ice. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I just, I like, like, can't really, really understand where you can be like on a road mm -hmm. and your wheels just cannot get any purchase on anything and not move you at all. Yeah, I don't know. It was like or, 32 like, people degrees can't get too, out and so, push you. So it was like really like heavy, wet snow. Okay. And it was just like, just was, insane. And there was just so like much crazy. Like there was like a foot of snow. Situation everywhere. to be in. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. More than pretty a foot. I don't know. There was, it was just more snow than I've seen in quite some time. So it was. And I've never had to drive that far in a car that bad and snow that bad. 
Um, it was yeah. just I was just I think better cars than mine got stuck that day is what I'm saying. And I say yeah, better really in the sense of, of dealing not with getting snow. Stuck. That's it's very impressive. Oh my god, I was I was driving a yeah. boat. I told I think I told you that at one point. If I, I was I was driving a boat, there was I was had very little bearance on my direction. Like <laughs> bearance, <laughs> I don't crazy. think is a word. I had very but little. If nothing else, I feel like it's I feel like it's a on your heading. Heading, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a big step on you being an Ann Arbor guy. Maybe. I at least Just know like now to like fitting in. Yeah, check the freaking um, weather report, <laughs> and I'll yeah. certainly get an all-wheel drive. I'm glad vehicle. you made it home. Yeah, I'm glad you made it home safely, and you're still alive and uninjured, and no cars were harmed in the making of this podcast. Me too. Um, the other thing I want to talk to you about, Jay, is uh, I know we got pretty gruesome with my chest tube discussion last week, but I want to talk about my wound care because like it's been kind of interesting. Tubesome. Yes. Yeah, that. <laughs> um, but I want to tell you about my uh, the the wound care because it's yeah. been interesting to me because I've never had a wound like this before. Um, but basically, when I left the hospital, they like patched up the hole where the tube went in, and he told me that they didn't sti- didn't put in any stitches because they're like a tube hole has to be able to like discharge i don't know like Leak. ooze yeah. i'm not really sure what the reasoning was yeah but they were like no stitches in this and i'm like okay he, and i think he said it was like an inch and a half cut or something it was deep i don't know and yeah i didn't think about either like to put the tube in he cut through everything yeah. like all the way down no, so, i wonder about that like i did um, it feel like you got stabbed well i guess your um, muscle tissue doesn't really have nerves well though. i've never been stabbed or does no, it? yeah. Once and they, well, they numb, they numb it Hold completely. On. Pause for stink bug. Did I you just see something? Hate these guys. Oh, oh boy, we got a stink bug in the studio, people. Can't be having that. We got a stink bug, and his name is Jay Wilson. <laughs> Look at this man in his long johns. He has the tissue. He's apprehended the stink bug. I think he's depositing it. Ooh, he's going for the toilet. No mercy there flushed he's back let this be he's a message sitting. to all stink His bugs headphones are back on i will there is nothing in my life i will not halt to eliminate you goodness gracious i hate stink bugs so anyways we're gonna have to put another trigger warning on this one but yeah so i've never been stabbed so i don't know what being stabbed would feel like and it was also completely numb when they put it in so i felt like pressure but then also i guess thinking about it in hindsight the the tube sliding into my body on the inside <laughs> extremely unpleasant now that i think about it um that's what so i guess maybe that's what being stabbed said. feels like <laughs> sorry um, anyway you asked a question and i'm answering it yeah no, it's... <laughs> so regardless but afterwards then i was the, like when they the take aftercare, the aftercare if you will yeah so he puts the dressing on it italian <laughs> like a nice salad and, <laughs> um <laughs> and he's like change this bandage in two days i'm like will it be better in two days (laughs) um so naturally i can't change this bandage myself so sydney has been tasked with changing my bandages um so sydney changed it the first time she changed it she like got nauseous and was like we have to do this fast because i need to finish this and go sit by the toilet like gross and i'm like okay that's fair. It's probably gross. Um, and she was like, I don't I don't know if this is good or not. Like, 
I, I don't know how it's supposed to look. There's no stitches. You just have a gaping hole in your side. Ugh. Um, so, so the second time we changed it, uh, well, she called her aunt who you used to work in wound care and described everything. And she was like, it sounds fine. Yes. They never put stitches in chest tube, like wounds for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, but then the second time she took pictures to send to her aunt and be like, is this good? And her aunt's like, yes, that's good. But then I got to see the pictures and I looked at it and I was like, oh my God. Like, I understand why you were nauseous. Do I get and, to see the photos? To go to the toilet. Like, <laughs> I, I will send you the photos if you want. I'm we so will nervous. not be posting them on Instagram. So <laughs> what if we post them behind um, like, here, a, I'll send it to you right now. Maybe behind a paywall. <laughs> like a filter no behind like it would be the the second so paywall, or third you gotta... image in the series and you could be like hey swipe to yeah. see brian's gross side hole i'm yeah. i'm nervous because this <laughs> is something i can't see but i like morbid curiosity i need to see this now yeah all right i sent it to you so what you're receiving is the wound four days post okay. tube removal you're gonna get jay's candid reaction once it comes through yeah <laughs> So, oh yeah, that's um, that's juicy. Say? Yeah, it's like a gaping hole. So I looked at it and I was like, I can't believe I'm not in any pain right now. Mm-hmm. Like this has not bothered me at all. Like even day one, walking out of the hospital, did not bother me. Makes you like feel they like... gave me a bunch of pain medicine. I haven't taken any. Like you feel like you could be a cool like uh, fantasy character who's like wounded from battle and like soldiering on. Probably. I mean, if I if I stretch or like reach too far, then it hurts. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But I'm just astounded that you can have that kind of wound on your body and be okay. Yeah, it was like it was surgical. And like props like to Cindy very... for taking care of it. Yeah. And then my other question was like, if you don't put stitches in that, is that gonna like leave an insane scar? Well, you've seen Dad's chest tube scar. Yeah, but I can't bring it to memory. Well, it's probably not that bad then. Is is Dad's bad? Well, I don't know. You guys can like touch them together at some point for like a photo op. <laughs> okay. Or like it would well, be no, fun to like tell me for my own comfort. Oh, I mean, like it's to my memory. I also don't remember it that well. To my memory, it's no worse than that one gnarly vaccine scar that he has. You know that one? Yeah, I think so. It's like the okay. mumps vaccine or something. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. There's one that like he like had to like it was like a punch into the arm. I don't know why, but like, it, yeah, just kind of yeah. We used a we used a hole punch for this vaccine for some reason. No, uh, yeah, I, it wasn't that bad. I don't think <laughs> yeah. it's like under the arm. So like, I don't recall it being too. Yeah, it's too not crazy. in a very noticeable place. But uh, the other thing I was wondering is I uh, I was like, how is that gonna like close itself and heal? Because that's my knowledge of how wounds heal. And Sydney's aunt was like, oh, no, it doesn't do that. It, it basically just, like, like fills up from the bottom up. Oh. Your body just slowly fills it in. And I'm like, what? That's insane. That's pretty insane. So if you just, like, hole-punched a bunch of, like, if you, like, you know how, like, if you cut a bunch of, like, offset vertical slits, you can, like, accordion, like, a sheet of dough? Like, do you think you can do that with your body and just, like, increase your surface area? Maybe. I'm not sure. I feel like that could work. We should try it. I feel like you can maybe extend your flesh somehow in a way, but like your bones aren't going to grow. There's another part of my wound care that I wanted to talk about that's um, more silly and less gruesome. 
And that is the fact that sitting in the hospital bed for four days straight um, left my rear a little a little raw, if you know no, what I bed mean. Bed sores? Um, not quite bed sores, but itchy butt. Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like a a rubbed raw spot, if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> this is gonna get personal now. <laughs> um, like right at the at the top of my butt crack. You know what I'm saying? Like right where the crack starts. Like the bottom of your tailbone, kind of. Yeah, bottom of your tailbone, right where the crack starts. Okay, yeah. But enough into the crack that like, it's really difficult to deal with. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. So, cause like, cause you you can't put a bandaid on that, Jay. No, it's like it's in a crevice. Like, like a bandaid's not gonna do anything. Salve. Yeah. Yeah. So so Sydney, loving uh, wife that she is, um, has been applying Vaseline to the area for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also just making sure things are like cleaned up around there, and then yeah. Uh, vaseline but then it's like if i'm sitting or moving around and doing stuff the vaseline is just like i'm just gonna keep rubbing it yeah (laughs) yeah it's like not a good spot like i'm i'm using that spot all the time you know and then are you getting like a decent amount like it it's gotta end up complete gooch coverage eventually i'd imagine no it doesn't like leak it's not that much vaseline vaseline's pretty viscous like it's not gonna it's not gonna migrate that much but you're a warm warm boy um you do need to make an effort to keep it in one place, though. Yeah. But we don't want to be... Again, we don't want to be putting any, like, tape or bandages around it. I'll, I'll be honest. It's pretty hairy down there. Yeah. So, and to just, ve- like, very, uh, I don't know, not flat surface <laughs> to really work with. It's you a topographical <laughs> uh, wonder of a spot, really. It's topographically and, um, like... Uh, what what's the word? The the landscape you can't really apply a bandage to. Just it's you can't. It's not it's not working. But mm-hmm. um, so what we came up with, Jay, is this is really the point of the story that I think you're gonna appreciate. Is we we put the Vaseline on there, and then <laughs> we got like a gauze pad and put it over mm-hmm. the area, and then taped the top of it like to the small of my back. And then we don't want to tape the bottom or the sides because, again, like topographical, hairy, lots yeah. of complications there. But then once I put like my underwear and stuff on, it does enough to like hold it in place. But in the brief span of time when we've treated the area and I don't have any clothes on still, yeah. I I looked at it and I was like, I'm wearing a butt cape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. It's just fluttering in the wind. That's pretty Which funny. is a deep cut to our childhood. What is the first the first thing you think of there? Oh man, so that would like, what be does a, that make you think of? Girls, one world. Yeah, one to one relation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, now we have to explain that, don't we? Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so... I think every every gr- every good sibling relationship or like good friendship, I guess, has one iconic Pictionary experience in their life. I think. Yeah. So this one, it was. I think I was. Were you drawing it or was I drawing it? You were drawing because I think I guessed. No, because I don't think I had the ability to draw a cheetah. Or wait. No, no, not Cheetah Girls One World. I'm talking about the butt cape. Well, yeah, butt cape was part we of. We were playing Pictionary. Cheetah Girls One World. Yeah, no, it was not. It was a, it was a well, cheetah girl. It was. You were drawing. Oh, is that what you were drawing? <laughs> and 
you were trying to get me to say tail. I don't know if tail was the word or if it was trying to lead me to Cheetah Girls One World. I think it was Cheetah Girl. And I'm pretty I, sure the word was I tail. I couldn't draw India. And Wait. You, and you, the word was you India. Drew, it wasn't you, even Cheetah Girls One World. Yeah. You drew a stick figure and then he had a a, a tail with girth. It was not a stick <laughs> tail. It was two two dimensional. Yeah, it was like a Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And my my guess for that was butt cape. And then we in the moment found that hilarious because we were like, what the hell is a butt cape and why would I be drawing one? Yeah. But but then, yeah, I had this on, and I was like, ooh, I have a butt cape. My whole life has come full circle in yeah. this very moment. Well, just So, in retrospect, the Pictionary leap there was I drew. I was trying to draw India. Couldn't think of the shape of India well enough to draw it. And then remembered that the movie Cheetah Girls One World is set in India. I guess the ads were probably hot for that movie at the time. And then... I thought I was drawing for this. Were you? I'm pretty sure I was drawing for it. I got you to guess Cheetah Girls 1. No, I got you to guess Cheetah Girls 1 World en route to India. Yeah. And then I feel like you were just trying to get me to guess Tail. You think I was trying to get you to Butt Cape. I feel like it was That's one That's how it same. is in my I, memory. Well, but you can, if it was that, then I would have been the one who said Butt want. Cape. Do you remember guessing Butt Cape? I remember guessing Butt Cape, and then you were mad because you were like, what is a Butt Cape? <laughs> Oh, man. And now we know. Now we know. Well, Brian, do we want to wrap up this episode? I think we do. All right, well. That's all I got. Thank you for listening to our tales of tubes and tails and butt capes and snow and glory. Um, If you want to email into the podcast, you can do so at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. If you want to check us out on Instagram, um, you know what? Just... DM us if you want a picture of uh, Brian's gaping wound. Um, you can do that at Weekly Wilson Pod on Instagram. But that's all we got for you this week. You're going to have to wait a whole other week for another heap and helping of your favorite two Wilson boys. So, until the end of next week, unless otherwise noted, my name is Jay Wilson, his name is Brian Wilson, and this has been The Weekly Wilson and that, ladies and gentlemen, is my best impression of what I thought might be what the theme from Cheetah Girls One World sounds like. There was a moment where I thought I should do a song from that. Forgot that I've never seen that and never seen any Cheetah Girls movies. <laughs>